Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nowhearthis.biz. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to now be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Dateline Tampa, Florida, February 19th, 2014. The press release that announced the launch of this podcast quoted me and included a line that said, I quote, didn't rule out the possibility of some surprise names as well, end quote. Well, today is one of those surprise guests. Joining me today here in the studio, this is a special edition of Now Hear This Entertainment. My guest was with World Wrestling Entertainment as WWE diva Maxine. She has appeared on the TV series The Cell and will be appearing in the film Interview with the Prince, which has recently completed production. And she will also appear in a 2015 movie called Funny, which is in pre-production. And she's also in a new series called Changelings. She has been a part of photo shoots ranging from Hawaiian tropics to Seagrams and many more. She's also the driving force behind Whole Body Fuel. We've talked on some episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment about getting music placed in TV and film. Today we're going to go to the TV and film part of the business as I welcome Carly Perez. Hi. Carly, thank you so much for being here. I'm looking forward to the conversation. It's great to have you here in the studio. I appreciate you making thank you the time. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. For starters, last week on the podcast, singer-songwriter Melissa Joyner talked about having to, in music, follow her father, who is a hometown legend to a lot of people. Carly, your mother was an international model and former Miss Hawaii. And although there's a cute picture out there on Twitter of you posing like a diva at a very young age and accompanied your mother to photo shoots and spent a lot of yes. time in your family's photography studio, did you feel pressure to kind of follow in your mother's footsteps career-wise? Um, I don't know if I felt pressured. I just felt comfortable. I always felt comfortable in front of the camera because my I grew up watching my mother doing that and um she took a step back after she had me but she started a photography studio so i just was always in there watching and learning and she was always having fun with me taking shoots and it just made me very comfortable at a young age you know and i i enjoyed it gave you gave you a leg up on on the competition so to speak even though you weren't really out for anything at at that particular age or time yeah i wasn't i was just having fun but i was able to she dressed me up it was different characters and um you know it made the the time go by uh quicker when she was at work you know (laughs) yeah absolutely we've got a lot to cover today certainly but i know that you were very successful and very popular as the wwe diva maxine so we've got to at least give that just a little time uh (laughs) wwe hall of famer dusty Rhodes, who of course is a legend as recently as two months ago called you on twitter quote the greatest diva in our system of all time hashtag fcw heel at nxt and in hashtag wwe end quote 
Wow. Yeah. You've, you've got yeah. to be proud of what you accomplished in WWE hearing words like that from him. Well, coming from um, Dusty, I'm especially proud. Dusty, Dusty made that uh, job in my, my career in WWE so much better for me and enjoyable like he he really brought me out of my shell and showed me a part of me that I didn't even know and um, although I left the company and after a good amount of time I, I probably could have had a good amount of time left and I just felt like I had more to go after but it really did give me that leverage and that push of finding out who I was and being comfortable with it. And I had some very emotional times with Dusty and he, he really believed in me when at some time when nobody else did. And that, that really, really helped me. And I'm glad that he still to this day supports me and my work. And he was he was happy with the heel that I was in that company. That was for sure. <laughs> you started with the WWE at the age of just 22, and now you're 28 and gone from there. And as I mentioned in the intro, you're getting a lot of acting work. But the time and the experience with WWE had to be a great training ground for you in terms of playing a character. It really is. I It's really surprises me that... Um, more people don't take advantage of that. Um, I, I mean, obviously, the number one name you think of is The Rock. Dwayne Johnson really, you know, took off, um, not just from WWE, but afterwards. And he still goes back to his first playing grounds. But there, to me, there is nothing like going out in front of a live audience. You can do all the films and TV you want, but in front of a live audience, uh, 100,000 plus some on the camera, millions watching, um, that adrenaline rush is addicting. And if you, can pre- if you can speak and perform in front of them, you can do it in front of anybody. And that confidence level it gives you is really what you need as a performer or an actor or an actress because... That's what really pushes you to the next level, and I, I tried to take advantage of it. You know, I loved performing, and one of my things in WWE were my promos, and that's what Dusty really showed me and brought out of me. And I once I got the niche and got the hang of it, I really ran with it, and I ran with my character because she was a part of me, and it really gave me the boost to go, wow, I... I I love acting. I love acting. I love writing. I used to write all my promos. I mean, it was, it really, really was the learning point for me on what I could really do. Well, and I'm glad that you pointed out, you know, the, the perform in front of a live audience aspect and the difference that there is between being on the set where they can yell cut. It's yeah. not unlike on the podcast when we talk about the recording environment and being here in a studio and again, you know, you can be someone who's a great recording artist, but just a studio artist. And if you get out on that stage and you're not ready to play in front of an audience, yep. you're going to get a rude awakening, no matter how great your CD ended up sounding or whatever your latest single is that just dropped on iTunes. You're going to get out there and say, I've been spending too much time sitting at home writing music or in the studio recording that I wasn't prepared. And so you're saying that you know that exactly that the live scene is the it's a is, whole nother ball game yeah and it's a great and it's a great place to mm-hmm. you know to 
get your chops. Um, just one other aspect, though, uh, while we're talking about WWE, it makes a nice segue here. You obviously were doing intense training regularly during the WWE days, but surely as an actress and a model, you're continuing still. Is, is it the same routine, the same schedule, or have you altered it? What is your training, your workout regimen these days? And then I know uh, that later we'll also be talking about diet and nutrition during this interview, too. Um, it's... It's altered. I didn't. I don't have to at the moment get into the ring the way I used to. I was in the ring every single day. It was required, and it is a beating. Um, I debate with people all day long about wrestling's fake, and 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 I and I was watching growing men throwing up over the top rope during our practices. You know, like it's it's. Big boys, not not anybody small. Someone that you wouldn't you wouldn't think would to just lay down and take it. And it's it's it took a it's a, ends up being a mental game. It's mind over matter when it gets to a point, you know. And it's how bad do you want it? You know, the best in the world are are the ones who really stay focused and keep their mind on what's really going on in the positive aspect and don't become weak when they're tired. Because you're tired. I mean, you're you're tired a lot, you know, in that in that business. And I respect everybody that much more because I know what it's like. Um, and now um, I'm trying to k- just keep up. You know, I'm actually feel like I'm in better shape now than when I was when I was in the business. And it's probably just because I can concentrate more now on certain trainings and working outs. And before. I just had to do it, and I couldn't really concentrate on specific areas or specific needs I needed. I just did it. And now, ring work wise, um, like anyone knows, MMA, you know, any kind of fighting, when it comes to being in that kind of shape, is a totally different ball game. You know, when you when you're doing a six minute match, three to six minute match, your cardio, if your cardio isn't up to par. You, you can pass out <laughs> right in the middle of it. You don't know how to breathe correctly and you don't get your you know body ready for that. That's different. Um, my strength now is, is better than what it was before. Well, and I would imagine that because of what you had to go through in WWE, that it taught you great discipline to the point where now that you don't have to, by their requirements, mm-hmm. go through a certain training every day. Now you've disciplined yourself to where you're saying, well, it's still important to me just as a human being and, and wanting to yeah. stay in shape, but also to my career that's continuing now, I still want to be able to set up some sort of regimen for myself every day or every other day or whatever the case is, because you learned some sort of system from being in WWE. Yeah, um, I definitely have. It's It's definitely made me stay more disciplined, and it's... It's the fight. It, training helps me clear my mind. It's my way out. So when I have my minds and or goal I want to reach, and you know, it, there's a lot of other people trying to go after the same thing. Training is what keeps me motivated, and it, it makes me fight, and it keeps you a fighter, you know, and not backing down. And that's the same thing with WWE. There was a million people trying to take your spot. You're fighting. You're fighting for it. So you got to make yourself different. Do something different. And that's the same thing in life to me. You know, if you're going after something, there's always going to be competition. And for me, training was that outlet of keeping my mind and my body right for that. 
you know. Absolutely. And uh, cool that you talked about the breathing, by the way, because obviously in the music business, you know, there's yeah. certainly so much with breathing and different techniques. And again, getting into, you know, studio work and performing live. And, and there's a lot that's talked about in breathing. And so I don't think people realize that, as yeah. you just described, it's a big part of that business, too. And I oh, also yeah. want to say that I'll stand behind you any day of the week with that mm-hmm. argument about who cares about this fake nonsense? Because yeah. I sit there and I and I tell people, you know, almost in the Carly Perez Club, like, hey, listen, you know, it <laughs> doesn't matter. The bottom line is, look at that person getting thrown around. Look at them it's coming off of the top matter. rope. You know, look at, and, uh, yeah, and I'm, it's I an saw, art form and your body is, is a body you're a human you know you're a human body and after so many hits and so many falls it doesn't matter how big you are how much muscle you are i'm 120 pounds and i'm 5'3 you know i'm I'm taking the same hits as those guys (laughs) so it takes it starts to take a toll you know i've had i've had injuries and i've watched some of the closest people to me get hurt you know torn acls are normal in that business that was happening daily Uh, i mean there's you know, teeth and eardrums getting blown. I've had an eardrum blowing, a dislocated jaw. I've had two teeth chips. I mean, things, sprained ankles is like a daily, you know, (laughs) that comes, that comes with just walking into the ring and tripping. (laughs) It's just normal. I'm I'm tempted to say, and look at how good she looks, but it's an audio podcast. So (laughs) listeners take, take my word on it. But, uh, you know, you're preaching to the choir here. I, I have said for years, um, you know that that the WWE entertainers are not. I don't know how much they make, but I already know that they're not paid enough no. because of everything that, that no, they're put through physically that, that you're describing. They are not. I am Bruce Warzniak, and joining me today here in the studio is actress, model, former WWE diva Maxine. Uh, she is Carly Perez and hails from right here in Tampa. Visit her official website at www.carlyperez.com. And her first name, of course, is spelled K-A-R-L-E-E. She is very active on social media, too. Be sure to like and follow her. She's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Engage with Carly through those sites and those apps for sure. Be sure that you're checking out www.nowhearthis.biz, that's H-E-A-R, and sign up for the e-newsletter there and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Feel free to use the social media buttons there as well to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And please, I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast. Post your comments on that Facebook page I just mentioned. It's facebook.com slash nowhearthisinc, I-N-C. Carly, we were just talking about your staying in shape uh, your your workout slash fitness regimen. Let's move on then into whole body fuel. Mm-hmm. If you could give the listeners insight into whole body fuel. Um, whole body fuel is um, was a concept that was launched here in Tampa um, by me and my business partner, Brian Adamo. Brian is a graduate from CIA. Um, it's the best culinary school in the world out of uh, New York, the Culinary Institute of America. And he is a top-notch chef. And the whole thought process was um, me being so into fitness and me having to stay and look a certain way, um, even coming from WWE when I was on the road six days a week, you know, 
eating right is one of the hardest things. And most people don't even know what that consists of or what a diet is. You know, they think diet that they're starving. And that's not what it is. It's just eating correctly and eating the right amount of portions. And having a chef, a real culinary chef on board, you're now can eat food that actually tastes good. (laughs) It's not like you're eating bland, boring food. So what Whole Body Fuel is, is um, a concept, and it's booms now here in Tampa. Um, We have now a commercial kitchen. Um, because we grew so fast, you know, out of within three months and we make homemade meals, uh, portions for you. You get 25 homemade meals delivered to your door. So we have clients that are pro athletes. We have, um, we have the owner of Southern Muscle. We have uh, lots of bodybuilders now. And now we also have a branch that's for diabetics. Mm. Um, we have a handful of diabetics. One of our diabetic clients um, was pregnant. She had a high-risk pregnancy. And we've actually reversed her type 2 diabetes wow. with our diet. Wow. Um, it's just a matter of how you eat and eating correctly. One of our clients is 82 years old. And he has arthritis in his back and his knees. And he was on a walker. And he started eating correctly. We put him on the diet. Um, you know, we had him eating four or five small portion meals a day to mm-hmm. help boost his metabolism, even at his age. Mm-hmm. And he lost 19 pounds wow. within two weeks. How um, cool is that? It's just, you know, it's really helping people. And I know how important it is because I, you know, I struggle with it every day still. You know, I have a bad sweet tooth. I want to sit down and eat cake all day long. I'd love to, but I can't in my line of work. And those everyday people, attorneys, people who are uh, bodybuilders for a living, it uh, that's what they do. All they do is eat because that's the most important thing, you know. And this business is really starting to boom and grow, and it's works with today's society because people just don't have time. You know, um, there's families, there's single moms we have and that have three kids at home. And this way, you know, they're getting their food, health, healthy food delivered right to them. They don't have to worry about the preservatives or all the sugar or having food that's in a box coming to you. And it's, and it's from order. a trusted chef, so they don't have to yep. worry about, well, I'm reading this in the newspaper. Or I saw this posted on the Internet, and, you know, you never know which which source to trust. So in yeah. this case... This, you know, this case, you're getting it from a chef that is, you know, graduated from the best culinary school in the world. I mean, people pay lots of money to have a personal chef like that cook for them. Yeah. You know? And it's great to hear that it's taking off, but at the same time... The business side is important, but you've cited a few examples, success stories, testimonials, and they just do your heart good. Yes, you know it, it, they do it because they're they call they've called us so happy and tears because you know they see the change and that motivates them to to do more and want to do you know want to do more. And a lot of people, you know, some of them don't have time to train the way they want or they don't know how to or um, they're just so busy doing other things. And it's amazing that just changing the way you eat just a little bit can make all the difference in the world. You know, and I learned that even I train you can train seven days a week, but if you're not eating correctly, it doesn't matter. I mean, it won't it won't help the way your diet does. Yeah. 
And and speaking of uh, that business having some some good um, success stories to tell, things that, as I said, you know, make your heart feel good. You're also involved in charitable efforts too. I know, and and just mm-hmm. if you could talk about that a little bit, the Sheriff Florida Youth Ranch. Yes, um, I worked with some charities when I was in um, when I was in WWE and um, the. After leaving that, um, I came across the um, Sheriff Florida Youth Ranch and the, the President Wayne, um, and I became very good friends. And it, the stories there are unbelievable. You know, they're they're kids and girls that I'm going to start, you know, working with that I go and speak to and help motivate. Um, these girls are in the in-between stage. They don't quite know where they want to go in life. Um, they may be on the verge of being juvenile delinquents. They just didn't have the right people showing them, you know, good and how to do good. And it's not their fault, you know, and they need people to help them and motivate them and people to look up to. And um, it's great that the Sheriff Youth Ranch does that for them and it, it helps them um, you know, set goals for their life. You know, these are young girls that that really need to see the big picture and what they can do and what they can bring to this world, you know, and I'm very grateful and happy to go and help them and work with them. Yeah, and how God bless you because that's, you know, that's important work, you know, yeah. and, and, and from what you're describing, they are at a very vulnerable age, very vulnerable state in their life, and, and this is a critical time uh, for someone like yourself and, and the organization to step in and, and make sure that, that they go down the right path. It really is. It's a, it's a make or break time for them. You could just changing one, you know, it could show and change all of them. You know, it it's you can just touch one person, then you did your job. You know, because they're they're really at they're begging for it. They want they want to feel loved and have some kind of compassion and have a mentor to look up to. You know, and see the good they've ex- saw and experienced enough bad. So yeah. Um, mentioned a minute ago when we were talking about whole body fuel that it is a business and uh, I wish I was keeping track of how many times on the podcast the phrase it's a business has been used or or maybe I don't wish because it's said over and over mm-hmm. it's not all the glamour that, that, that people think and it takes long hours and hard work we started this interview started it at 8 o'clock in the morning, which, in all honesty, still isn't that early. I mean, think of having <laughs> hair and makeup done for, say, a, a oh, 6 o'clock call people, time if you're yeah. going to be on the Today Show, for People example. have no idea. <laughs> yeah, and, and Carly, I know you'll certainly testify to the hard work and the long hours and, and grinning and bearing some of the less-than-desirable circumstances if it means seizing every opportunity that comes your way, You know, whether it's a podcast interview, an audition, an you appearance have to. on the Today Show, an acting job, whatever. You have to. Listen, starting at WWE, I was, <laughs> I was doing shows in front of five people in cement parking lots, and the majority <laughs> of the people were missing their teeth, you know, like it's... I, not, from, I, not from wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I call wrestling in those, in yeah, those shows, yeah. you know, and I had you, you start at the bottom and you work your way up and that that differs the people that make it and the people that don't because let's just you know say what it is some people don't want to put in the work you know they take it they get one taste of it they're like ah i can't do it 
you know, and that's not just WWE. That was just the start. You know, it it made me grow starting at shows like that to doing a show in Madison Square Garden. It's a big difference, you know. Um, you know, I, I literally did a show in Buddy's Furnishing parking lot, <laughs> <laughs> and there was had a hot dog vendor. You know, like it's and then whole body fuel. You know, I. Uh, we literally started with two customers, two clients, and he was cooking in his condo, mm. you know, um, and then eventually it got to 10 clients and he was cooking in his condo and he's like, I need a ki- I need a kitchen. So we went and got a commercial kitchen, you know, and then when you're up reaching 40, 50 clients and you're looking at a thousand meals wow. being cooked a week, wow. a thousand in one day they're cooked, you know, you're getting your meals fresh. They're not frozen. That's work you know that's a lot of work and you had to you start somewhere you know it's the same thing with acting you know i left wwe to pursue a dream that most people are like yeah that's you know you're reaching for it well i was a pro wrestler that's reaching for it too you know (laughs) i think it's not there's only a small percent i think it was three percent that made it I'm surprised it's the, even that high. To the 100%. level, to that pro yeah. level on a on a national level. So in my mind, if you can do that, you know, I can do anything. And um, acting, I didn't know anything about it. I knew I could do it, but I didn't know anything about the business. I was just trained in one business that is similar, but not in very many ways, you know. And I had to start at the bottom. And, you know, you, you start with small independent films. You start just by doing anything you can to rebuild an image again and, and and to get the reps and to get the reps and it's hard to go from putting five six years into something and working your way up and go back down again to something else and start over again it's not easy but if you put your mind to it you can do it and that's what i did i started at the bottom again figured i did it once before i can do it again and you know start just taking do you, you do stuff for free when you're starting at the yeah, bottom. That's yeah. what it is. You're, you're doing it for free if you want it. And over the last year, it's, it's, it's great how much it has grown and the people I've been able to surround myself with. You know, um, I have a great manager. I have a great publicist. I, I've, I started not knowing anything. I didn't know the difference between a casting director and an agent. I didn't know the difference. I had to research that to learn the difference, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you know, I started going after castings to now I'm getting castings sent to me, you know, and, and I'm still at the beginning stages, but I'm very lucky that I'm getting the castings that are sent to me are great castings. Those were not sent to me a year ago. You know, they're castings for HBO girls. I just read for, or the new Gotham city. I got that casting about two weeks ago. You know, I have a big casting I'm actually doing today that's due at 5 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so we um, we've, we have come a long way and I have come a long way from when I first started and when I first left WWE. And hopefully in another year, it'll just be 10 more steps, you know. Yeah. And, and I love your attitude. Uh, I love your testimony. And again, this is 
this is this what this is what makes it fitting for this podcast is because I've preached not only on this podcast to the to the listeners and, and the up and comers out there, but to my own clients about there's a little thing that comes into play in what you're talking about mm-hmm. that's called ego. Yep. You know, and your <laughs> ego says, Well, I can't do this for free. You know, or wait a minute, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wrestle in a parking lot, you know, and, and eventually your ego tries to tell you that you're better than that, and that's the only way that you are going to get ahead. And, and this is the you know, success story. I mean, I had someone that uh, was playing at, you know, let's call it a coffee shop for all intents and purposes over on the East Coast in, in Melbourne, Florida. And I made the, the two and a quarter hour drive over there. And long story short, that ended up into me very shortly thereafter sitting in Hollywood talking to a huge music industry person because exactly. you never know who might you be there. You never know, and yeah. you don't. And if you don't go and make people see you, you're not, no one's ever going to see you. Yeah. You know, And it doesn't matter how small you... It doesn't matter if it's the guy picking up <laughs> the bottles on the side of the set. You don't know who he knows or what he does. Yeah. Yeah. And you do have to put your ego aside and... The people who carry the ego with them are the ones who struggle the most. And there are times, everybody has them at times, you know, everybody gets caught up sometimes and you have to check yourself, you know, and it has been a a learning lesson, um, definitely for me. Um, You know, I've, I've worked with some amazing people who, you know, knows when to turn off their ego, when to turn it back on. And I've worked with people where I'm like, man, you gotta, you're, it's going to be rough, yeah, you know? Yeah. And you gotta, you, you really have to be humble. And in this industry, it's, it's not easy. And then nothing is given to you. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're born into it. You know, people are like, ah, oh, they came from it. Yeah. You know, you still have to, it might even be harder for them because they did right, come from it. Right. You know, you still have to work for it. And that's why some of the most successful people as athletes or singers or entertainers, you know, are the ones who are able to essentially play the game, yeah. you know, and you got to rub shoulders with the right people. It's not who you know, it's what you know. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Right, right, yeah. You know, and luckily enough, I've been able to come across some great people who believe in my work and as much as I do. And that's what's important, you know, because that's those are the people that are going to go out there and talk about you and talk about you to the right person. And then all of a sudden you have another opportunity and you got to take it. Outstanding. You know? I, yeah, I love it. This is all it's all very flattering on your character that, you know, that you're being this humble. And, and I know you're just you're just being honest and, and it's good to hear, uh, you know, you, you coming from from that direction. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment, where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is please be timely getting back to people. I would say 24 hours max, and even that might be pushing it. If someone has an opportunity for you, don't drag your feet. Get back to them with a yes or no. Remember that there's a long line of people behind you willing to take that opportunity if it becomes, you know what, the heck with it. I'm not hearing anything back. I'm just going to call someone else. Then what also happens is that person makes a mental note of your delinquency and is hesitant to call you next time, if at all, which you don't want. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. It has also been said many times in this podcast that each individual, each entertainer, 
needs to find their own definition of success with everything that has been coming your way, all this acting work you're doing. Is is this where you want to be? Are you at the level you wanted to attain? And of course, the follow-up to that would be, if your answer is no, uh, what do you still want or need to do and, and what's it going to take to make that happen? Um, I feel I've definitely just barely touched the surface of where I want to be. Um, you know, I've, it's endless, you know, there's endless opportunities. Um, I don't, sometimes it's scary because sometimes I wonder if I'm ever going to really touch what I feel I, I want to accomplish because I am hard on myself sometimes. Um, and then I have friends and family tell me, look at what you've done. Yeah. You know, and I'm very happy and I worked very hard for it, you know, but I'm 28 years old, still young, and there's still plenty more that can happen in four or five years. And, you know, my goal is to be challenged. And the reason why I liked acting so much is because it challenges me. You know, I'm, I'm handed scripts or castings with characters that one day could be a drug addict, the next day could be um, a loving mother, you know, you're really challenging yourself to play and pull something out of you. That's that character. And it's not, it's not even playing. It's just literally getting in touch with yourself and pulling that out. And the only way you can do that, I think is through experience. Um, you know, I think some of the best actors in the world are ones who are complicated, you know, in their mind, they, they're complicated because mm -hmm. they're able to get in touch with themselves and they might have some inner demons, you know, and, and they're holding on to, but they let that out. They're not scared to show the world yeah, that yeah. when most people hide behind a mask and a wall, that's why entertainers and athletes are where, the, where they are and what they are because they're not afraid to let it out. Yep. And that's what makes a difference, you know, and I don't feel like I've touched touched it yet you know um wwe gave me the boost and the confidence of what i can do but i know there's so much more you know for me out there and i i like the challenge you know anything that's anything that's challenging that i can put in front of me that gives i'm addicted to the adrenaline rush you know there's worse things to be addicted to yeah, but that's yeah. what <laughs> that's what gets me there's nothing like walking out on stage that first initial rush you get it, there, and anybody who's done it will tell you that's i think that's why it becomes so hard for people who leave the industry or the business afterwards because you feel like what am i going to do now because to have that rush and to go find it again is not easy i love it I'm, what a great guest <laughs> i'm 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 a, I'm a fan um, I think one of the reasons we talk on this show about having your own definition of success is because the guests on Now Hear This Entertainment are having success, but those aspiring to be like them are looking at megastars who are billionaires right. and, and known around the world. And so that only leads to discouragement because that type of goal seems pretty unattainable. The odds are way against being the next Jason Mraz or the next <laughs> Katy Perry. And I'm sure that people watch WWE or watch films, watch TV shows and think, yep, that's going to be me. And while it's good to set lofty goals, you know, perspective is, is oh so important because overnight success is, is pretty right. darn rare. There, there need to be steps taken, layers, you know, tiers to reach and continue building from. Heck, if you go back to 
episode one of this podcast, Shauna P. talked about being on The Voice last year after mm-hmm. more than 50,000 people had auditioned. Those are, those are pretty long odds, right. but the, the odds, I would think, of doing what you're doing, Carly, are maybe even longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they definitely are. And so we're, you know, definitely the odds in WWE, you know, just getting in that first initial door, you know, there's a waiting list. But um, it, it is... You know, some people, everybody has their opinions on it, but I do truly believe it is it is vision and attraction. Um, if you have a goal that seems too big, I don't think there's any goal that is too big as long as you have a, a sustainable uh, objection to it. As long as you're working towards it in a in a smart, efficient way. There's no reason why you can't reach that goal. You know, you just have to have the plan. If you you have a vision and you see the rainbow, it's just a matter of how you're walking to the rainbow. You know, and that's kind of what I've, you know, I'm not going to lie. There's times when, you know, everybody doubts themselves. You're human. And there's times when I've doubted myself where I'm like, (laughs) maybe I've just lost it. I don't know. You know, (laughs) like, I don't know if this is really, I'm going to, is this going to really work? And then, you know, there's times I wake up the next day and I'm like, I don't, you know what? This is what it, I actually have a vision board up on my wall where I look at every day. I have my goals up on there. And funny enough, I had my goals up on there months before I signed the contract with WWE wow. was the first wow. vision board I ever made. You sound to me like someone who has watched The Secret. Oh, I've read that book a million times. <laughs> I've read that book a million times. Just to even go back and put some positive reinforcement back in my head because I do believe in that. I do believe in, in energy and I do believe in attracting things because we're all made of it. We're all energy and some things you can't control in life but there's other things that I do believe you can. And so that's you and what you bring to your life, you know. And um, at a young age, I st- you know, I was living in my dad's be a little studio in the back at 20 years old and I was working at Hooters going through college. I went to school for criminology, by the way. It was totally <laughs> random. And I just felt like I wanted more and I do tell anybody that, you know, friends and colleagues and family that, you know, I have a good friend of mine, Jessica, who's now quit her job to pursue acting and and comedy. She actually does like stand up improv, you know, and she's funny. She's really good. But she um, told me the other day, she told me how proud she was of me and how motivational I am to her. And she looks up to me and that was a great compliment. And all I I could tell her was keep your minds and your your eyes on the prize and just find a way to make it happen you know take those steps you're going to fall back you're going to fall back 10 times but you need to just keep write it down do whatever it is that you have to do to go in that direction and i think that's for anybody the problem is most people like i said you know at the beginning of the podcast they stop after the first step they take mm-hmm. the first step they see they see a hill and they're like ugh that wasn't that easy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm this, tired. This is going to be tough. Well, guess you know? what? It's a little thing called hard work. <laughs> it is. And that's what makes the difference. You know, when you, you, every, when you start from nothing and you go through those hills, when you get to the end there, you feel like a warrior. Nobody can stop you more, after that. all the more worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And it makes it much harder to knock you down. So yeah. all the people who are climbing, it's like nothing because... You know, it's very few. Now, when you see that person that's running those hills like you did, that that's that's a different story. They because they're out there. Yeah. But um, 
I always tell people, like I told my girlfriend Jessica, just keep your eye on it. You know, you you quit your job. It's a scary thing to leave oh, something. Sure, sure. I was scared. Oh my god, I was so scared when I left WWE, but I left with nobody could tell. I can say it now. Nobody knew. I remember sitting in that office saying I wanted my release, and they looked at me like I was crazy. Sure, you sure. know. <laughs> but I left with my head up, and about a week later, it hit me, and I went, "Oh my gosh." I just left my contract. I left my pay. I left everything I've known for years, my friends, my my life, yeah. to go after something I don't even know <laughs> if it's going to work or not. And I still don't. But I do know that it's happening. You know, I don't know where it's going to lead, but I know that I'm getting calls and I know I'm filming and I know I'm working, you know, and um, I know that I'm headed to L.A., you know, and it's September 6th for a brand new series that I just got booked on for a whole season. I'm booked up till May. That's a great feeling. And how? You know, that's work, and that's work that I love to do. So, and that work brings work. There's a, there's a soundtrack yeah. for this podcast that's playing in my head as you're talking. First, I'm thinking about the Casting Crown song, Courageous. But uh, <laughs> now, you know, you're, you're talking about this kind of victory, and I, and I think we'd have to... Uh, uh, you know, kind of mix the two and, and go into something else. Uh, I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today here in the studio for a special edition of Now Hear This Entertainment is actress, model, former WWE diva. She is Carly Perez and hails from right here in Tampa. Visit her official website at www.carlyperez.com. And her first name, of course, is spelled K-A-R-L-E-E. She is very active on social media, too. Be sure to like and follow her. She's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Engage with Carly, please, through those sites and those apps for sure. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. And as I like to say, that's H-E-A-R for the spelling challenged in the audience. And sign up for the e-newsletter there and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Feel free to use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And please, always love to get your feedback on the podcast. Post your comments on that Facebook page I just mentioned. Carly, let's get into then, uh, as you just started to, to go down that road, let's get into some of what you've been working on that, that's coming up. First is that uh, back in the intro to this show, I mentioned that you'll be appearing in the film Interview with the Prince, which has recently completed production. Mm-hmm. So talk about that project first, if you would. That was a fun project. It was a... It was a um you know, one of my starting projects, it was a small independent film, but it was um, a very good character. I played it. I played a um, a drug addict, actually. I played a heroin addict. Uh, I had cornrows in and <laughs> tattoos on my neck. It was the opposite of being a diva, you know, which is what I liked. That's what I liked about it. Um, you know, that's why I took it on. It didn't you know, it wasn't for the pay. It was a small independent film. It wasn't for to be a superstar. It was to put myself out of my comfort zone it and was get an my opportunity. yeah, it was opportunity and get myself ready for the next step. You know, and um, I had a lot of fun filming it, and um, you know, it was it was it, it brought a different light, you know, on um, characters and and scripts and acting to me and that's why it was a challenge that's why i liked it there was absolutely no makeup on it was just rough 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 (laughs) it's a rough character and i like that you said it was a complete opposite from being a wwe diva because i would have to think and feel free to correct me but i would think that real quickly out of the gate what you want to establish to people is look 
had a great run with WWE. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for it. I learned a lot. But I'm not Maxine. Like now right. I'm Carly Perez and I'm an actress and I'm versatile and mm-hmm. I'm going to show my diversity now. Don't just paint me with that brush. It's you know it's not unlike um, you know a, a, a performer who decides I'm going to completely switch genres and say you know exactly. don't think of me as being from Hootie and the Blowfish anymore. Think of right. me as being Darius Rucker, the country artist. And that becomes hard because you got to start somewhere and listen wwe is a great stepping stone you know but it is hard also as a female in wwe you know they're it's different it's just different for the females as it is for the males um if if you go back and think about it you know i i respect you know um a lot of the past big names out of uh, wwe the females but nobody's really quite taken that step out um, female wise, nobody nobody pursued it like The Rock did, mm-hmm. you know. And in my mind, you know, male male female, if he can do it, I can do it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's the way I've always thought, you know. And it, I do want people to see, um, you know, um, different sides of me than just WWE. And sometimes that's what opened up the door for me, you know. And then they're like, wow, you know, you really can do this and this and this. Yeah. And sometimes that's all you need, yeah. Yeah. you know. So I use it to my advantage. And the character, Maxine, um, is actually a very you know, well-rounded character. But she, she's definitely in, in, in today's world and people can relate to, women can relate to now. Um, her, she was a very, um, you know, <laughs> a very aggressive, strong, independent woman. And right now, it seems in Hollywood or in movies and films, um, it's in right now. They want it's it's aggressive, um, tough, badass type of women. All the series, all the movies that are being made. I mean, these are these girls are walking around with guns cutting people's heads off. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like it's like Walking Dead and uh, Orange is the New Black. And I mean, you're getting some really good. They want everyday type of women and women with attitudes. You know, and um, I'm I'm lucky because those. Those promos I cut, those uh, videos I did, um, the the reel that's made for me, when it's sent out, people bite, you know? And so it is a a stepping stone for me as that character. You know, I am happy. And this diversity that you bring to the acting world now, being able to play such a wide range of characters and, and, and doing something as courageous as leaving WWE to do what you do now, it's not unlike the conversations that we've had in this podcast just about this new economy where even even people that are having success in the music business, they're not just making CDs and playing live shows. No. They're also dabbling in publishing or they're doing more writing as you know, so it's so it's good for you. I, I had also mentioned uh, at the top of the show that you're in a new series called Changelings also? Yeah, Changelings I just filmed um, probably a month and a half ago in New York City. They um, booked me. Um, it's a SAG Ultra series. It's a it's a vampire series, which is obviously very in right now as well. Yeah. And I played a madam in Changelings. <laughs> so uh, once again, though, it was a very aggressive in your face type of woman you know except i had things in this time (laughs) it was a good it was a it's a good series um right now i just filmed one episode for them 
Um, we did it. We kicked it out in two days. It was great. I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of new people, and it, it, it's it's always. F- it's always cool to see new sets and meet new people. You never know who you're walking into. Absolutely. You know, they fly you there, they book you. I don't know who I'm I don't know who I'm filming with. I don't know what scenes I'm doing, you know, and that's that's a whole nother thing where it comes to um walking in there with confidence. You know, I'm doing a scene in front of you know, 50 strangers that I've never met before. And this is what they're first seeing of me. Yeah. You know, so you really can't overthink it. You just got to do it. Be in the moment. Yeah. Be in the moment, you know, and when you're comfortable, you know, eventually in WWE, I got comfortable when you're comfortable, you can really let loose, you know, and this is why I I enjoy this business because it is a challenge because you never know what you're going to walk into. Uh, funny, the movie is is getting talked about a lot too, and that's mm-hmm. still uh, a good year away from being released. Yes, and that's um that will be my first feature film. Um, that was a great opportunity. It's got a, a wide variety of cast from, you know, um, actors and actresses who have a a broad uh, background in it to new ones like me. You know, different age ranges. That was a <laughs> that was a fun. That was a fun audition. I flew to New York City for that audition. And once again, that character is a really in-your-face type of a woman. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a nagging girlfriend in that one, you know, <laughs> which I read it in one audition. And I, I think I can say this now. It's already been listed and I'm, I'm part of it. But uh, after my audition, the... They leaned in the casting director and said, "You can't tell anybody yet, but you got the part." Wow. And wow. and thousands and thousands of people uh, read, read for that. that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, it's on IMDb, so uh, I don't think we're yeah we're good. Tells out of school. Here. We're good now. <laughs> Throughout the show, I've been plugging your website and social media. That's all obviously hugely important nowadays, so that fans can keep up with everything you're doing and stay engaged with you. But it's, it's also, it's also time consuming. Um, do you, do you do anything specific in your schedule to keep up with, uh, say Twitter, for example, or, or is it just kind of keeping an eye on it throughout the day and responding, you know, whenever a quick little right. window of time opens up? I've been keeping an eye on it. Um, I'm, as time goes on, as I'm getting busier and busier and different opportunities are coming, I'm definitely going to need, um, uh, help probably on it and keep everybody updated as much as possible as more and more things is starting to go on, you know, but I do try to, um, I do try to keep an eye on it daily and daily. I, I try to open up to my fans or people who are following me and I post, um, I post a lot of quotes on my Twitter and I do get a lot of responses, um, from people about them being very motivational and I get a lot of direct messages of I've had a fan thank me that he needed to see that that day mm. you know and that's what I try to do I try to put stuff out there that's not typical of what you know and it's not full of selfies you yeah, know what and, I mean yeah, like there's content that motivates there's, there's more to life um, than just seeing my face you know like I want <laughs> people to know what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling um and those, those, a lot of the quotes, whatever mood I'm in that day, a lot of them are just touching to me at that moment. And then I put it out there and see the responses I get. And I try to do that daily because you never know, you know, when you have, you know, between the Twitter and Facebook and you're up to like about a hundred thousand people, you know, you could touch one person, which 
I'm very happy I do because I get responses back and you know those things could be motivational for those people. Uh, we are recording this interview just three days after the tragic news of the loss um, of actor and comedian Robin Williams. I just don't think any of us are ever ready when we hear these reports come out, much like, and, and, and I can't believe it's been this long now, much like five years ago when Michael Jackson died. And I apologize. I don't know why I'm getting a little misty here. Mm. Um, but I want to ask you, what what was your reaction when you heard the news a couple days ago about Robin I, Williams? I was... I was stunned. I was stunned. He's uh, obviously, is, I don't have to tell anybody this. He was amazing. He's an extremely talented, talented man. But it goes to show, you know, that it's mind over matter. Once, if you let your minds really take over you, take over your life, the, there's, there's two sides. You have your left and right, good and bad, you know, and if you really let that overtake that good, it, it it doesn't matter who you are at go to show robin williams you know successful family man you know not too shabby in the bank wise you know he's <laughs> he's doing well for himself you know but there's something deeper inside of him that was that was going on and that's happening every day and it's it's not it's it's happening to people at the age of 12, you know, like it, it doesn't matter how old you are, where you come from, who you're, who you're with, what you're doing. You, you really have to. And that's part of the reason why I put those quotes out, you know, because there, there are times every single one of us are going to experience on more than one occasion where we go and we drift. And that just seems to be what was happening with Robin Williams. I don't know specifically, obviously, but it just seems that he was probably drifting for a while and got a little lost. And that happens to everyone, everyone. And it's just a matter of how you handle the situation. And it, I mean, it shows you that it's, it's, it's scary. It can be a scary thing if you don't, if you don't really take control over your mind and 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 try to not drift away from what's right and it is as you said it you know it's 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 victims no no age restriction because it could be robin williams who is 63 or it could be a kid who's 13 because of you know we hear about cyberbullying. oh my gosh uh, it's happening so much much in school kids are it's just bull i i went through i was at the verge at you know i'm 28 but i was School was rough for me. I, w- I was bullied all the time in school, through middle school, through high school. And um, I remember a switch in my head at a certain time. I think it was around my freshman year where I was just like, you know, my mother always told me, you know, you walk up, you walk with your head high, you know, and you and you keep walking. And that's what I did. And I had, um, I was hated on, you know, <laughs> I and I... Hopefully some of those people are listening, going to listen to this. <laughs> but um, I was picked on a lot, mostly by girls, you know. But it, it was it was a rough time to the point where they were sending me to the principal's office thinking wow. that, you know, like we want – they actually sent me to see a counselor weekly, you know, because they thought that something was going to happen because yeah. I was getting picked on yeah. so much. And I kept telling them, listen, I, I graduated a year early. I, I did whatever I could to get out of there. Because my mind was on on something else. I woke up every day at five o'clock, took an extra math class, which I hate math, <laughs> just so I could get away from people, those people. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. I wanted to get away from the negativity. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, it just it's it is scary. It's a scary thing if you let it take over you. You know. Well, um, 
we're about out of time, so the last question will 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 lighten the mood a little bit, and we'll have yeah. a little, we'll have a little fun here. Uh, since since Robin Williams had been part of so many of of these shows over the years, both of them, uh, when it's time for the name of Carly Perez to be called for an Oscar award <laughs> or for an Emmy award, who are you getting up there and thanking? Oh my gosh, that's. That's a that's a that's going to be a list of people. I'm definitely <laughs> I'm definitely thinking, you know, the the circle of people who've helped me from the start, you know, that believed in me and um I'm definitely thinking Dusty Rhodes. I told him that the day I left, you know, you always will be brought up in my conversations because he was the first first person to really pull me out. Uh, you know, um I I couldn't thank him enough. So um, it's going to be a list of people for sure, but there's going to be some a, a handful of special ones, definitely. Are they going to play you off because your list will be so long? And yeah, probably. <laughs> just go through the commercial and back on again. I'm still talking. Yeah. Well, uh, I will certainly thank you today. Oh, this has you. been uh, wonderful having you uh, here in the studio and um, really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you again. Thank you so much. As has become standard operating procedure, I would like to close by formally Thanking my guest, the lovely Carly Perez, actress, model, former WWE diva. Visit her official website at www.carlyperez.com. And her first name, of course, is spelled K-A-R-L-E-E. She is very active, as we just talked about on social media, too. Be sure to like and follow her. She's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Engage with Carly through those sites, through those apps. She also talked about Whole Body Fuel. You need to check that out, listeners. Go online to wholebodyfuel.com. Don't forget to visit www.nowhearthis.biz and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And, of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Please, please give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, hopefully even a five-star rating to accompany that. It actually helps the show quite a bit. If you're listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and share episodes there, and you can follow on there as well, which is just like subscribing. As I mentioned before, give your feedback on the show, post your comments on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to that and to Twitter and even the Now Hear This YouTube channel over at uh, nowhearthis.biz. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week on another edition of Now Hear This Entertainment. <laughs>